Oh, Welcome back oh. to the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iPhone Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. Uh, as you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, I have a guest with us today. It's a recurring guest. How am I guest? <laughs> First off, have you seen the movie Neighbors 2? Yes. Whenever uh, Zach Efron. Whenever What's His Face is the client, he goes, ha! Zach Efron says, don't do that. Yes. What you just did, don't do that. You just click, I'm mid-sentence, you just clicked record. Yeah. I need to close that door still. It's echoing. I'm sitting here talking about, um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. You just clicked a button. I was like, all right. You also made me forget a topic. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. I don't remember what it was. Um, That's how we do it here. What up? <laughs> um, we're back. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Isn't Sorry. it great? That's how you do it. You just, just go whenever. Off the cuff. We're like true love. Okay. No matter what happens, we always find each other. I'm not, I, for a second, after I just blinked, I saw two of you, and I think it's because I took too many nighttime allergy pills. What's the, ooh. What's the, what's the medicine old people like, I get high on? It's, a, mm. it's like an allergy medicine. I have no idea, but I do know if you take too much melatonin and you stay up on purpose. Mm. You can hold, yeah. It's almost impossible to stay up, though. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I'm about to say I have to try it tonight. It's a bad decision because then I'll be dead tomorrow. But, dude, allergy medicine. Yeah. Um. What's it? What is it? Um. Is it cold and flu like a PM or whatever? What is it? Nyquil. Yeah. Nyquil. Nyquil. Is that what you took? Yeah. F Nyquil. Nyquil, melatonin, and. Mm, do I say this? Sure. Sure. Mushrooms. Oh my god. Okay. Put your ass to sleep okay, after then. the trip. Hot. After the trip. <laughs> I'm not kidding. NyQuil, I've never crashed and felt more like shit the next day than after I took Would NyQuil. You like to, so, uh, you, as you know, I recently went to Six Flags. How was that, by the way? Yeah. Was it crowded? <laughs> oh, it was the start of spring break. And people were out there. Oh, masks? yeah. Because this was before the Wednesday when the mask man So, died. when we got there and... You're walking through the gates. They say you have to have your mask on. Mm. Also, it was really cool. They have this giant blue tunnel that you have to walk through that has a like robot facial thing. It checks your temperature. Yeah, and it checks like your heart rate and all that mm. stuff. I've seen those. They're cool. I got stopped, not because of my temperature, because of my heart You're rate. Slow. Is that forty two? Yeah. He's like, are, are are you feeling okay? I went, dude, I'm good. And he goes, your heart rate's at forty two, and I went, I know it's it's it's. 42 45 46 throughout the day <laughs> and he goes oh all right cool he let me go through and then as soon it was everyone was doing it as soon as they went through the door like into the actual park as soon as they went right into the park that mask came right down yours everyone's oh that's stupid mm. bunch of idiots um set the high score on the basketball thing though really uh the, i mean didn't have to do much. The high score for the day was three. So, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Three made? Yeah. <laughs> well, those rims are like, it's hammered in. So it's an, more of an oval. Well, it's also slightly, it, it's all slightly, it's also slightly, you came until like a degree tilted. Yep. And it's like an inch short, like an inch smaller than an actual basket. So you have to be very precise. Lucky for you, you are. Good thing for me that that week, I was having a hot shooting week at the gym, so it didn't really matter. I wasn't touching rim like Damian Lillard and Steph in the All Star game. I have, oh, I hate this guy. Since we brought this, or since you talked about basketball, Myers I Leonard. Hate this. Yeah, that was pretty rough. <laughs> First off, he got a what a week suspension. Did you see Michael Rappaport's response? Because he's Jewish. <laughs> he didn't like it. Which, mm, it's because I'm white. I mean, Jewish people are white. Very. I mean, Jews are white. They're whiter than me. Drake. Straight Jewish? Yeah. I thought he was Canadian. <laughs> I'm just he is. <laughs> he is. Um, what an odd combination. A Jewish, a black, Canadian. A black dude named Aubrey, who's from Canada, <laughs> and Jewish. We've talked about this before as far as like the whole the whole black history thing. And Brad put it in good perspective. And like the way that I say it, I don't disrespect any like I don't disrespect any culture, any race, you know. Um, like I've said a hundred times on here, my favorite customer who I have not seen in a while, I think him and his family had to end up moving, was the guy that owned Boston Fish Supreme, Ali. 
He was Muslim. I don't care. No, like, do your thing. You're not going to offend me. You're not going to do your thing. Your culture is different. That's cool. You and I can still be, I hate this word, we can still be buddies. We can still be good, big buds. Big buds. Yeah, big buds. I don't care. I like the big person. Buds. I like the person for the person. I don't care. Gay, straight, color, race. Color and race are the same thing. Yes. Gender. I don't care. If you and I get along and we have mutual interest, I don't care. If you're cool, I'm cool with you. I don't get it. I don't understand. You think there's people on this bo- planet that like flip flop flip flop genders? Yeah. Like throughout the day. Oh, probably, yeah. They're like, yeah. I'm a woman now. I'm a woman now until two PM two PM until like two, then I, I go into Negro mode. <laughs> I actually know a cross dresser. I want to meet He's one. He's really cool. That's cool. Really cool. He's a manager. He might still be. He's a manager over at Heyday, and he's like they're like like they're going to market him as like their whatever. That's cool. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy. This is really random, but have I ever told you about Man Killer? Yes, the guy at the gym. No, no, dude from the tattoo shop, homeless black dude. Oh, the one guy's name is Man Eater. Yeah, Man Killer is uh, this black dude, homeless guy, who back whenever I used to hang out at the tattoo shop with like Justin, Tyler, and Trey and Corpse and all of them, um, he would go in there and he would just ask us for change. So we would give him some change every now and then, and he just he would just walk in, you know, and he'd always talk about how he's going to get a tattoo and all this stuff, you know, homeless people stuff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he might be a schizophrenic, but uh, no one knows why people call him man killer. Probably because he kills men. Maybe. Um, but one day he came in, and it was around Christmas, and we gave him a bike. I like that shirt. It's Luca. It's it got is. Luca on the back. He turned DeJounte Murray around last night. $3. I know. I saw yeah. it. $3. Ross. Um, Dude, I'm going to Ross today. Okay. He got some good stuff. Okay. Anyway, continue. Um, you just hijacked all my stories. <laughs> I had an NBA topic. Now we're talking about Myers Leonard. Now we're talking about Man Killer. Um, but anyway, he came in one day and it was around Christmas, and we gave him a bike, so he didn't have to walk you told everywhere. Me the story, yeah. Yes. I don't want no Evan, but yeah, you told us. No, no, no. He thanked us, and then like a week later, he came in with and he was bike. with a different bike. Yeah. He was like, "Thanks for the bike." We were like, "Yo, that's not the one we gave you, dude." <laughs> you told the story but, like four times. But anyway, yesterday at the gas station. I went inside because the uh, machine wasn't reading my card, so I went inside to pay for it at the at the register, and all of a sudden I just heard, "What up, young blood?" And I turned around and it was him, and he goes, "Your name's Aaron, right?" And he was talking very clearly, very clear, You're and clean. and uh, he was like, "What up? It's Man Killer." And I went, "Oh, what up, dude?" Shook his hand, and he was like, "What you been up to?" And I went, "Nothing really." And he goes, yeah, ever since Trey and all them left the tattoo shop, I ain't really been up there no more. I don't like them. I don't like them new fools. They sort of whack. You know what I mean? I went, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. He goes, I go up there every now and then. Corpse gives me some pennies. I still got that bike, too. It's a nice pink color. It's still pink. And I was like, in my head, I went, dude, dude we gave you a silver bike. Then you came back with a yellow one. I don't know where you got this pink bike just from. just stealing people's bikes out of their yards, probably. Um, but I was just surprised he remembered my name and who I was. It threw me off. Ooh, real fast, and then we'll get back on what we were talking about. We haven't even covered anything here. Well, um, the uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, not your normal podcast. Exactly. It's called the ADHD podcast. Whatever. This is worse than Hey Babe, where they'll be talking. They are way <laughs> off topic. We're going to circle back. I'm going to go back down the line. I just don't remember the NBA topic. Oh, I do remember the NBA topic I want to talk about. Um... Tuesday night, I get off work. Garrett asked me if I can pick up a Domino's pizza for him. He buys me and Brittany a, uh, like a cookie fudge thing. They're delicious. Shout out to Garrett. That was nice of you. So I go to Domino's. Then I go to CVS to get Brittany her medicine. I go down to that Valero on Texmo Parkway. That's real close to that hotel. I yes. get out. There's a dude, a white dude, very large, very fat man, with a, by the way, probably 5'6". Okay. Like Tom Cruise height. Orange bandana on. And then a nasty raggedy blue hat on top of it, carrying a CVS bag, and then got this old rugged backpack, wearing a 
like a brown old jacket, kind of like what my dad has that he'll wear to work when he has to be in the cold room. And he's got on a white wife beater underneath and then like some, just some like, I don't know, like pants that you might wear to bed. I don't really know how to explain them. Very loose fitting. He's got on work boots. I'm walking into the Valero to pay to get $15 of gas. Mm -hmm. And I just hear his voice made no sense either. Okay. His voice. He sounded like Ray kind of. Jones. Okay. Big white dude, like fat. He's like, hey, bro. Mm. And I'm still walking. I didn't know he was talking to me. He goes, hey, bro. And I looked and looked. And I kept walking. Mind, mind me, I just got off work. Black head to toe. Hair gelled and slicked. Like spiked a little bit. This bastard says, yo, you in the black, Neo. <laughs> I turn and I went, what's up? He goes, hey, man. I didn't tell this part to Brittany because it was kind of racist. Neo. <laughs> he calls, I, 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 I told Brittany the story, but I didn't tell her the whole thing. Oh, he calls you this Neo. Did not, this, did not, this actually goes back to the anti-Semitic remark made by Myers Leonard. He says that, mm, it's a Muslim guy, or it's a, it's, a, it's a Middle Eastern guy. I don't know if he's Muslim. It's a Middle Eastern guy that works at the gas station. Calls him an S-M. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. S-A-N-D. Yeah. Yeah. Calls him a sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won't let me buy beer from here. He won't let me buy beer from here, man. If I give you twenty dollars, will you or fifteen? If I give you fifteen dollars, will you buy me ten dollars of Bud Ice Limes? Ew. And I went, no. This dude's super racist, by the way. I went, no. And I just keep walking. And he goes, man, f you. I'll ask these chinks. And then these two Asian people, this Asian guy and this Asian woman, that pulled up behind me at a pump. They get out of the car. Hey, man. If I give you fifteen dollars, same thing. They take it. When I walk in to get my gas, I walk in, go straight to the pump, or straight to the guy, and I was like, "Hey, man, can I get fifteen on uh, on ten, on uh, pump four? And he goes, "Word for word, are you buying that guy beer?" I said, "No, I'm getting gas." He goes, "If you buy that guy beer, I will call the police." Yeah. I was like, "All right, cool. I'm not getting beer." I turned and walked out. So I'm getting my gas. This guy's not even discreet about it. He's standing at the window, and him and this dude, the cashier, having a stare off. He's just staring, just looking at the door. And then he looks back down to the, the Asian dude, and looks back to the, the cashier, looks back to the Asian dude. So I get my gas, I get in the car, and whenever I'm getting ready to pull out, they're going to pay, and I can see the argument happening. And the cashier pulls the beer back, and is just shaking his head no, and is pointing towards the door. And the guy walks back out as I'm driving off and like tosses the 15 bucks at the guy and gets back in his car and leaves with the girl with him. Nice. I was like, I don't know what this dude did to get banned from a Valero from buying beer. That's pretty cool. And why he called me Neo. That's funny. Yo, Neo. I was, his voice made no sense. That's funny. Hey, man. Yo, man. He called you Neo. Like he couldn't take it, barely speak English. No. What I was saying about the Myers Leonard thing, I don't understand. And like I said, maybe it's because I'm white. I'm just not easily offended as well. <laughs> Things don't bother me. That stuff does not bother me. I was talking to Garrett about it as well, and I said, if someone said the N-word, would that bother you? He's like, yeah. And I said, if I was black, which I'm not, but if I was black, it would not bother me. That's your ignorance. You know what I mean? That's Myers Leonard's ignorance. I just don't care. That's, I mean, if, if you call, you know, if, if you use a racial slur, that's your ignorance. That's you being an idiot. Why does every race have a racial slur except very Caucasian people? Cracker. That's not racial slur. I don't think it is. It doesn't. Even if it was, it wouldn't offend me. That's not a. I don't care who. What you. Klansmen. Nope. Nope. I don't think they're offensive. I don't, That's I don't not a racial slur. Offensive. You don't. You can't offend me. No, I'm still. I'm saying. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, if a black person and a white person get into an argument, and the white person calls the black dude the n word, you know, seven times out of ten, they'll get angry. That's a racial slur. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, I'd say seven out of ten because I feel like there's people out there like me that really just don't care. So like me that don't care, like you, yeah, we don't care. So if you say you have ten, I'm trying to think of all this. Like uh, the white dude calls a black dude the n word, they get angry. They can't come back with a racial slur towards the white dude. Okay, white dude gets in an argument with a Jewish guy, calls him what Myers Leonard said. Which yeah. how, how's that offensive? I don't even know what that means. Look it up. What does that even mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, where the... Like, ooh, do I do this? I don't know if I should do this because I'm, I'm a white dude. I hope people that know me, that listen to know me, know that I am not racist. 
I'll make like a, a joke, but I'm not being serious. But every racial slur has an, like an origin because the the N word. That's what slave owners actually African American or not African American, but black slave owners before they sold them to white people in America. That's what they would call them because it was people that were below you. And then that word got carried over into America, just, and white people would call them that as well because it's like a like a demeaning word. The um, one for Hispanic people when they're you know wet, mm. it's because you swam. Yeah, over. that's why. I mean, there. So every racial slur has some some form of a cracker. You're white like a cracker. Whoa, great. But like most of them have you know, some, some form of origin, like a meaning. I don't know what the Jewish one means. It like, doesn't have a meaning. Then what's the, I think it was just made up history of, for the word is the origins unknown. Uh, it just says used as an insulting and contemptuous term for Jew, a Jewish person. That's all it says. Well, but my, yeah, like why, if a Jewish and a white dude getting a Jewish person and a white dude get in an argument and the very Caucasian guy calls the Jewish person. No, they're both very Caucasian. <laughs> Uh, you know what Myers Leonard said he gets upset he has no he has no comeback take take your ass back to Mayberry <laughs> white dude a Mexican person that's what you said oh white you guy. got multiple you got yeah. multiple I mean you say the same for black people too Chinese people chink like yeah. that one guy said like really I was like is that racist I think so yeah, I was like really he said that to me I was like it's not funny and then what's another race I think that's it Indian oh yeah yeah, the little things on their foreheads. Yeah. Yeah. People, like yeah. Muslim people. Yeah, exactly. Like Middle Eastern people. Yeah. Why does every race have a... What do you call Russians? It's not a race. It's a nationality, but... Nothing. Yeah, you don't call them names. They'll just kill you. Yeah. I wonder about, like, South American people. I wonder. I don't know. Uh, oh, back on sports real quick. What about Izzy? I, we're gonna get to that. Okay. All star game. I want to talk about this. All right. We haven't seen Steph in a playoff game and since 2019. Yeah. People tried to forget about him. I picked him as an MVP candidate. I thought he was gonna be really good. He is really good. Oh my lord! Did you watch the All Star game? Mm-hmm. Holy cow! I didn't watch it. I, I watched at, it here with I my dad. I was at Six Flags, but I watched it with my dad. Good God. He's gross. He pulled. Did you see him fumbling the? When Zach Levine was playing defense on him. Hold on. Yes. I'm finding this. We're going to watch it right here. Steph Curry. I am having a very bad day. <laughs> that's, that's the first that popped up when I typed in Steph. Wins epic three-point contest. He, yeah, that three-point contest was gross. I didn't see it. I, it's actually what I didn't watch. I'm going to, though. Him and Mike Conley apparently went back and forth. I, I think Mike Conley's a good shooter. I always have. They didn't go back and well, forth. yeah. Steph set the tone in the first round. Watch this. Hold on. Bradley Beal. Bang. That was Dave. I know. Hold on. I, I don't know why I said Bradley Beal. I meant Damian Lord. Steph says, watch this. Anything you can do, I can do better. Steph's gross. <laughs> I didn't know he said that. I forgot. No, but the one where he's like fumbling around. It's when Zach Levine's playing defense on him. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. That's gross. Steph's gross. But it's just like, I don't know how anyone ever forgot about him. And people think I hated Steph Curry. He was just LeBron's rival at the time. It's because people don't like Steph. I like Steph. Steph's just fine. I'm talking about NBA players. I don't know why. People just don't like Steph. Because he shoot better than you? Well, Draymond, I mean, people, Andre Udala said it, Draymond said it, people don't like Steph. People don't like anything that challenges anything of Michael Jordan. I've heard this too, upbringing has a difference. Yeah, I mean. Because he did not have a struggle. Yeah, he didn't. His no. dad was an NBA player, had a lot of money. He had great trainers at a young age, was able to go to the gym, a good gym anytime he wanted, not just an outdoor court. Yeah. But that's not his fault. Yeah, He's no, a great uh, shooter. Yeah, and a good I mean, player and a good guy. People just don't like anything that challenges Michael Jordan. That's why they hate Lavar Ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Steph. One on mean, one, most influential player, possibly ever. Steph, 
it, yeah, it's Steph. Everyone has to be able to shoot a three ball now. Be- not even that. Just because Michael changed the game from for you know living above the rim, but that only changed the NBA game because those dudes grow to six 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 five six seven. They can you know they're already the height. They just have to develop the leg strength to put them above the rim. Steph six two six three. He changed the he changed the game in the NBA. He pushed the 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 good shot back to a forty footer. So now you have to now you have to change your whole defensive plan just to stop someone shooting forty feet away from the rim that has a forty one percent chance of going in. But that it just didn't stop there. It went it translated all the way down to little kids playing basketball too. Because yeah. now all they want to do is shoot. Well, also, Michael didn't do that because. Normal kids, normal people don't grow to six, 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 seven with a forty-something inch vertical. Exactly. Well, let me say this as well: if let's say Steph never, never comes out of Davidson, not good enough to be in the NBA, no one drafts him, you wouldn't be talking about. Well, Ben Simmons needs to develop a three. You you would never talk about that. Nope. You would never talk about the big the the stretch four. It would just be yeah, this guy's kind of dirt lot because you say that now. I mean, there are guys that say, oh, he's kind of dirt lot where you can stretch the floor. Dirk was a good three three point shooter, not a great three point shooter. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like big men that can shoot. Steph changed big men that can shoot. If you can't shoot, if you can't guard me out here and you can't shoot with me out here, then analytically, there's no reason for me to, for my for your coach to have you on the court or yeah. even on the team. So, and the whole everyone has to be able to shoot threes. Ben Simmons, Michael Carter Williams. Michael Carter Williams was a great. Great prospect coming out of college. The one knock was he couldn't shoot. And that was before, you know, you see Golden State dominating with the three-point shot. There's no place for him in the league. Yep. Markel Fultz. I worry about Markel Fultz when he was coming out because he couldn't shoot. He was struggling to shoot the ball. And, I mean, you don't really hear. I mean, he's a good, he's an okay player. He's a he's a role player. He, play for, he, he plays for the Magic, doesn't he? No, he plays for the, <laughs> he yeah, for the Magic. Magic yeah. He's gotten better every year. He's gotten year. better, but. It's just, if you He's can't hurt shoot, again, though. Yeah, if you can't shoot, you're not. There's very, very like. I mean, even I feel like Bam Adebayo can somewhat shoot. He can. Yeah, not great, but somewhat shoot. I mean, look at Blake Griffin, which the Nets just. Oh my lord, on a veterans minimum, but Blake. He's changed his whole game. Stuff, he has to shoot the basketball. He can shoot. He takes good, high quality threes. He takes yeah. wide open threes because he has to. There's He's no changed place. his game. Yeah. There's no place in the league for a guy. That Nets shoot. lineup is gross. Apparently, who are they? Uh, was it Andre Drummond? <laughs> oh God! Which I don't know. Is is that a good team? Is Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond a good team? Yes, that's 2014. A great, yeah, it's still a good team now. Andre Drummond still gets you 15 boards a night. Yeah, he can still give you 15 points a night. Can't shoot. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Blake Griffin can still give you a solid 15. Hank's still get you 21, 22. Yeah, he can't. On, on, on that on, team, though, he can give you 15, 8, and 5 assists. Not interested in defense. That doesn't they matter. They just have a team that's not interested in defense, which is bad. Kevin Durant. That's one guy. Andre Drummond can defend the rim. That's it. That's all you need. And look at your bench. I'm just saying, I think the Nets are really good. Look at the bench. Spencer Dinwiddie. Who's hurt? Who he is hurt? Joe Harris. He can't guard me. But I don't know. He broke Luca. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm saying he can't guard me. Um, can't guard me. Joe Harris strap strap, but can't guard anybody. DeAndre Jordan, no strap, no strap. Good defender. He's a rim rim protector. Yeah, but it's old. Yeah, older. I don't know. I I just I worry about their defense if they want to be successful in the playoffs. I feel like you can. How do I say this? I feel like in a seven game series. They're hard to stop. Near impossible to stop. They're going to get their points. But if you can find a game plan to slow one of their three guys down and you can score with them, which is very – it's easier said than done, you can beat them in a seven-game series. As long as a the good one – team. Is, if they slow down Kyrie Irving, that's team still unstoppable. That's what I'm not saying. You, let, let Kyrie go for 40. I don't care. He'll take 33 shots to get to it. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily slow down. Uh, I talked about. Durant. I talked to. I talked to your dad about this the I'd, other day. I would slow down James Harden. If that, I think that team's the favorite to win the championship. Um, and even if they get hurt, 
as long as it's not KD or James Harden. Yeah. Which, there you go. Kevin Durant, he <laughs> might get hurt again. I don't think he will. I don't know. Um, I, We never even got to this. Hold on. Let me just real fast. The NFL, and then we'll get off of sports after we do, say, the UFC thing. You know the NFL is going to, I think this year, a 17-game schedule. Why? I'm going to read this. It's from NBCSports.com. Is there a reason? By uh, It's posted two weeks ago. NFL moves towards 17 regular season games, three preseason games. Published by Mike, uh, written by Mike Florio. Last year, the NFL secured the ability to expand the regular season to 17 games. The league is moving closer to officially implementing a 17-game schedule for 2021. Via Mark Mask of the Washington Post, expansion of the regular season is not yet certain, but it's certainly believed that the league will adjust the annual 20-game slate from 16 regular season games and four preseason games to 17 regular season games and three preseason games. Owners previously had been debating whether to move the preseason to two or to, to three or to two games. Last year, the NFL had no preseason game due to the pandemic. This year, the pandemic once again could limit or eliminate the slate of exhibition games. As one source with knowledge of the dynamics recently explained to Pro to PFT, I don't know what that is. The push to complete new TV deals has more to do with officially expanding the regular season to 17 games, and less to do with potentially borrowing against future revenues to increase the 2021 salary cap. The NFL has staged a total of 20 game has staged a total of 20 game regular I'm sorry, preseason regular season for decades before the regular season moved to 16 games in 1978. The NFL played 14 regular season games and 6 preseason games. Keeping the preseason at 3 games keeps the total slate at 20. Perhaps more importantly, a 17-3 and three approach also ensures that teams will host 10 total games per year. The 17-game regular season will result in half of the teams having nine home games and the other half having eight. In turn, in turn the half that has nine regular season home games will have one preseason home game. The half that has eight regular season game, home games will have two preseason home games. It is also impossible to completely rule out what would be a sudden and largely unexpected push for 18 regular season games and two preseason games. The league could, in theory, make that request to the NFL Players Association as part of the negotiation that will culminate in the setting of the 2021 salary cap. Likewise, the union could suggest to move to a 18 in order to capture enhanced revenues in 2021 and beyond. So yeah, it's basically... I would... As a fan, as a fan, I think there should be three preseason games anyway, maybe two. Like you don't need that many games to figure out, you know, who's on your team and who's not. There's colleges, c- college football with eighteen year old, eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids. They don't have preseason games. Yeah, they know who's on the roster and they know who's not. I don't feel like it's that hard to figure out if this guy needs to be on your roster or not, or if he's a practice squad player, or if he's not even a practice squad player at all. If he's just not not on your team. But as far as revenue, that makes sense. And as a fan, that's one more meaningful NFL game. I'm down for that. And I'm sure players would be down for that because that's one more game check. And you can manipulate the cap a little bit. If you add one more game, it doesn't seem like a lot. A guy that makes $26 million in a season, well, now you have one more game check that alters the cap so you can spread your money out even more. Yeah. It, I mean, you could make, you could get more, not not say more super teams, but you could add a guy to your team, like like the Buccaneers. Even Dallas, who's going to be in cap hell, or the Saints, they would now have the ability to possibly add another player that they would not be able to add under a 16-game format. It's just a different way to look at it. I just thought it was interesting. You know what else is interesting? UFC 259. No, Tony Hawk. I feel bad for him. Because no one recognizes him? Yeah. <laughs> he's the most popular. He's the most decorated skater ever. A year ago, this Tony Hawk put this on it. Did you see it? I know what you're talking about. He said he arrived at, at a skate park. Oh, the skate at park. a skate park, and this kid goes, "Are you a good skater?" And Tony goes, "Sometimes." And the kid goes, "You ever been here?" Tony says, "No." He says, uh, "The kid goes, you travel a lot?'" And Tony goes, "Yeah, perhaps, uh, perhaps too much." Kid goes, "Are you a YouTuber?" Tony goes, no, I'm just a skater and a dad. And the kid goes, you want to see me do a jump? Tony goes, absolutely. And um, 
Tony Hawk then tweeted, follow up. I asked him his name and he said, Irving. I told him my name is Tony, to which the kid replied sarcastically, oh, like Tony Hawk. And then he left. Uh, and then Tony Hawk tweeted another one, said, epilogue. Irving messaged me on Instagram the day after. He said, um, oh, OMG, I didn't realize it was you. It's t- You were Tony Hawk. And he said, what's up, Irving? Good to meet you. <laughs> he said, thanks for saying my name on there. It was good to meet you, too. Uh, and then he said, Tony Hawk, when you come to Desert Hot Springs again, uh, when you come to Desert Hot Springs again. And Tony said, I'm not sure. And he said, well, when you do, put it on Twitter so I can go and we can skate. And he says, yeah, I hope uh, I hope to do that. It's cool meeting you and your friends. I'm, uh, I'll be sure to get some good skate sessions in with you and your friends the next time I'm in Desert Hot Springs. Tony to Hawk's skate. a cool guy. You're about the airport thing? Yeah. Gives the lady his ID and she goes, oh, Tony Hawk, like the skater. That's cool. It yeah. must be weird having the same name. <laughs> what? That would be cool. And then if right would... after that, I saw this was on the, it's on my same Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. Someone tweeted, going to teach my kids, one, not to talk to strangers, two, who Tony Hawk is, <laughs> and three, Tony Hawk is not a stranger. You can talk to him. Don't you dare embarrass and disgrace this family. <laughs> well, uh, like if I was famous, I would want to be Tony Hawk famous. Everyone knows me, but no one recognizes me. That'd be awesome. You know he can go to the supermarket. Yeah. And one person in the supermarket is like, hey, dude, are you Tony Hawk? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's keep it on the down low here. Okay, cool, yeah. man. Nice to meet you. That's it. You get left alone. You get to do your thing. That'd be cool. Also, did you know the for, for the first time in 15 year, 16 years, uh, the quarterfinals for the, um, oh, where did I see it? Um... It's the first time in like 16 years that uh, Lionel Messi and Ronaldo will not be in the quarterfinal. quarterfinal. For uh, whatever the league is. Champions League, Champions yeah. League. For the first time in 16 years, the quarterfinal will not have Leo and Cristiano. Yeah, how dominant that is. <laughs> That's just stupid. Um, no one should be that good. I, uh, you want to talk real fast, and then I've got a non-sports topic. And oh, UFC 259? UFC 259. I didn't watch it. I did. I saw the highlights to it. I didn't watch it. Um, Amanda Nunez is Amanda Nunez. Mm-hmm. Petre Yan. You see that? No. Disqualified. So you know the whole Oh yeah, he kneed him in the head. While he was a grounded yeah, opponent. That's a, yeah. That's a Greg Hardy move. Yeah, he ground opponent need him dead center in the head. Um people I don't know, it's weird. Aljamain Sterling is getting backlash for not continuing the fight, but he was clearly, clearly, clearly concussed. Like if he would have got up and tried to fight, he would have been back on the canvas in thirty seconds. I did see one thing. What? UFC Pulse or whatever on Facebook, trying to get Maldi. The fighter, his name is Kyler Phillips. Mm-hmm. He won. You know what UFC Pulse posted? What? With a name like Kyler, you better be able to fight. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was UFC Pulse. There's some UFC that's page. Funny. Excuse me. With a name like Kyler, you better be able to fight. He won. At, that's Money Ferret Fighters, Kyler Phillips. That's funny. What a beast. Um, what a beast. Yeah, no, Aljamain Sterling is getting some backlash from other fighters in the UFC. They're like, oh, he took the easy way out. Not really. I mean, he couldn't fight anymore. He was done. They're gonna run it back though. Algernon Sterling said there's bad blood in this in this like, you know, rivalry or whatever. So um that happened. Then Amanda Nunez murked Megan Anderson in a minute. Something we haven't seen Amanda Nunez do in a long time. She put her in a submission. Yeah. Hold on, I'm about to watch that real quick while you while you talk about Izzy. Getting Beat by the Polish power. Uh, did it get beat? I mean, it went the distance. Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson. I want to watch this. Three minutes. I sort of want to wait until you're done watching that so we can talk about this real quick. Cause I Amanda ha- Nunes? No, the Let me see. Izzy thing. Let me watch this. Her leg tattoos are gross. Sorry. Uh, oh, Megan? Yeah, sorry. I don't like it. I forgot where she's from. She thinks she's from Australia. I just, I just don't like that. She's also have. huge. 
She's six feet tall. I say that, and I'm wanting to get a doodle bob pat- tattoo on my leg. So, hypocrite here. This fight's bo- oh oh. This fight's boring. <laughs> it didn't last long enough for it to be boring. Amanda Nunes is scared. Oh 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 god. Oh my goodness, Commodore. Oh my goodness. I also hate Joe Rogan's response to everything. Whoa! I love it. Whoa! Oh my gosh. Oh! Oh, 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 hammer fist. Oh no. Now she's going to chokehold right here. Oh my god. Dude, she hits like a grown drunk man. Yeah. Oh my god, she almost broke her arm. Put her in a triangle arm bar, yeah. Jesus. You know uh you know what Amanda said after the fight Yucky. in her in the octagon interview? Yucky. Because she had her baby with her. She said, I'm clapping cheeks out here, boy. <laughs> because I mean she she's undeniably the greatest female fighter of all time. Um who can beat her? Please. The greatest female yeah. fighter? Yeah. In their prom? Yes. Not skill. I'm just saying in their prime, like how dominant they were. Yes. Who? Ronda? Ronda was in her prime when she fought Amanda Nunes. Holly? Holly's in her prime now. I don't know. Holly's not in her prime. Okay. She Whenever was in their she prime. Was, she was in their prime. She was in her prime when they fought the first time. Whenever she was testing positive for PEDs, that's when she was in her yeah. prime. <laughs> in their first fight. I'm just joking. That's probably Amanda Nunes. Yes. Yeah, it's, no, it's not probably. It is Amanda Nunes. Most influential. Maybe Ronda. It's Ronda, yes. Amanda Nunes is currently, she's she's ranked. There's only three women's weight divisions in the UFC. There's only there's straw weight, bantam weight, and featherweight. She owns two of them. She jumps up to 145, fights, she, wins a chip, defends her belt. Then she drops 10 pounds and goes down to 135 and defends that belt. She's been two division champ for like a year and a half. She doesn't fight straw weight. No, nah, it's up one twenty five. If she goes she down to one twenty five and beats uh whatever Shevchenko or however you say her name, and just reigns over three divisions, put her in the cage with the guy. <laughs> you think she'd win? I yes, don't, I don't. I think some dudes. Yes, some dudes not like. You think she'd beat Gilbert Burns? No, because he's too big. So, she'd have to put him in. You'd have to put her in there with like a one thirty five. I think she'd beat. <laughs> Who's a good 135? You think she beat CM Punk? Yes. <laughs> I'd pay to see that fight. Absolutely. Without a doubt, 100%, that that fight will be over within a minute. I love using CM Punk on UFC games because he's so slow. Yes. He's so bad. He would die. Um, if I was a UFC fighter, you think I'd be in straw weight? No, because they don't have... UFC men's doesn't have a straw weight. I'd be in fly weight. Yeah, that's 125. That's, that's, that's like kind of a slap to the face, isn't it? You're <laughs> so light, you can fly, fly away. You're fly away. No, but Israel Adesanya and, and Jan Blahovich. Jan got the decision, but it was so. I watched the fight. The first round went to Izzy. The second round went to Izzy. The third round was sort of up in the air. Fourth round and fifth round definitely went to Jan Blahovich. But. At the end of the fourth round and at the end of the fifth round, Jan got the takedowns on Izzy and kept him on the ground. So the judges gave him a 10-8 for that. And I was watching, uh, you know how Chael Sonnen does, you know, the YouTube stuff? Yeah. I think Chael Chael Sonnen's a very smart analyst, you know, when it comes to fighting. He knows what he's talking about. And he broke it down like this. Because fighting and boxing, they go by the same scorecards. So you you have a... You have a 10-9 round for someone who just won the round. Yeah. You have a 10-8 round if someone completely dominated. dominated. Round, yeah. So in boxing, a 10-8 round is they got beat so bad that it was just so clear that they're not even in the same league or that they were close for the referee to stop it. In the UFC, it's a little different because there's no stoppage. It's you TKO, KO, or submit it. Or the round's just so dominant, you, get them a, you give them a 10-8. Jan Blahovich was only dominant in the fourth round for a minute and 12 seconds. He's only dominant in the fifth round for a minute and 45 seconds. At no point in the fight were there ever, well, did they ever go, oh, it's it's time to stop the fight because he never, he was just holding Izzy on the ground. He was never, wasn't doing any no, ground and pound. Still, that's still control. It is, yeah. You're but, still controlling the fight. But it wasn't. Which takes taken into account. 
but it wasn't dominant. It wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't. It's pretty dominant if you can't move. <laughs> I'm saying, okay, for a minute and 12 seconds and a minute and five seconds. If I hold you down for a minute and 10 seconds, that's pretty dominant. You can't it is. move. It, I agree with that. I agree. What What about the other three minutes and 57 seconds where you're getting popped in the face? It just depends. Like the diapers, it depends. I'm just, I'm saying, and then the scorecards at the end were 49-45, 49-46, and 49-45 for Jan Blachowicz. So he won by unanimous. He won by unanimous. They gave the first two rounds to Izzy. They'll probably fight again. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It's very strange. The fight was very boring. I want to talk about something real quick that I haven't really ever thought. No, of. the fight was. I, I mean, if you watch it, don't watch the whole fight. Watch the the highlights of it. The fight itself was very boring because just slow. It wasn't slow. It's just Jan Blahovich. He couldn't figure out Izzy on the feet because he's such a good. So like, take him to the ground, and he did only twice in the fourth and fifth round. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. the 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 scorecards and how the the fight ended up. It was very strange well, how how Chael Sonnen said it because. At no point in the fight was either one of them completely dominant over the other. I'll say this. Enough to enough to warrant a 10-8 round. You have judges sitting on different sides of the octagon. Yeah. So they see different fights. Yeah. They obviously all saw the same fight. Yeah. So that's a good that, that's a that's a good I did I said I haven't watched the fight, but that's a good way to put it. Is if all of your judges who are sitting at different spots in the like, you know, outside the cage, so you can see the fight at a different angle. Because you, you'll you'll have conflicting judges. Because like I've, like we've talked yeah. about, you sitting over here where you're at, and me sitting over there on the other side of the cage, we're watching we're watching the same fight, but we're watching it from two different angles. So potentially it could be two different fights. So you could say, "Oh man, Izzy won that fight," and I say, "No, Polish Power won that fight because here this is why this is what I saw." They're all sitting at different sides of the cage, and they all agreed that yeah, he 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 won by unanimous yeah. decision. So obviously, something, I get I don't know, and you have. A different view than them too. You're the I think it's you're weird. the eye in the sky because you got that camera view, which is different. I think it's weird because I think if if you give Jan Blahovich those two ten eight rounds in the fourth and fifth, you have to give Izzy a ten eight round in the first and second. When Jan Blahovich only landed like ten punches in the first two rounds combined, compared to Izzy's like seventy seven. I think that I think I think that's pretty dominant. Would you Would you agree? Yeah, <laughs> I want to talk about something real fast. But anyway, Izzy said Izzy. I mean he he's a he's a pro. He's a you know he's a professional. He took it took it very well. He said if he was going to lose to anybody, he wanted to lose to like you know a person like Jan Blovich, who's very you know calm, humble, nice guy. Talked about it in the cage afterwards. He said you know you have a really good guard game. And then Joe Rogan asked him if he. Planned on continuing the fight to fight at light heavyweight, and uh, he said, "He said, yeah, he'll he'll be back. He's gonna go back down to middleweight real quick and make it his B word, uh, which you know <laughs> he has. They also think that Izzy he uh, most of the time when fighters move up a weight division, they you know they take the time and preparation to put on that extra that extra weight and get used to it. Yeah, Izzy didn't put on any extra weight." He weighed in, so I think the minimum for a light heavyweight fight is 200 pounds. Yeah. He weighed in at 200.5. He probably lost weight by the fight yeah, to he, get back to his normal frame. Yeah. He just he wanted to go in there and prove that muscles don't make fights. Um, I've never thought of this before. UFC weight, the weight classes, like the weight divisions. Yeah. They're either really, really awesome, like really, really uplifting, or just an absolute slap in the face. Okay. So you got at the top, you got heavyweight. It's like, oh, the big burly guys, the big hitters, you're a heavyweight. Like, you're a beast. 205 and up. And you got the light heavyweight. 205. Not quite a heavyweight, but you're you're big. You're up there. And you got the middleweight. Yeah, you're in the middle, you know. You're not he big. believe you're DC not... used to fight at light heavyweight? No, he's a big boy. But he's short. He's short, but he's a big boy. You got middleweight. Yeah, you're in the middle. 185. The middle. What does welter mean? I don't know idea what it means, but that's one seventy. Yeah, you got welterweight, which is like an average weight for a normal per, like you know, a person like it's an athlete one seventy five about normal. Then you then it gets just insulting. Also, you know the weight difference going into the fight fight day because they don't do fight day weigh ins. Mm-hmm. It's just they yeah, they you do it, to but test the, you have to weigh the weigh in. Yeah, they don't weigh in like to from, to make it count on fight day. 
Jan Blahovich weighed in at 205 on Friday morning. Saturday night at the fight, he was 237. Holy cow. Izzy was 198. It's a 40-pound weight difference. <laughs> you better be able to hold him down on the that's ground. Like, that's, like, that's like Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. <laughs> we saw how that went. But then it gets insulting. Lightweight. 155. Now, in the drinking community, if you're a lightweight, that's not a good thing. 155. Then you've got the featherweight. You're light as a feather. <laughs> 145. That's, that's insulting. I don't want to be called a feather. What's that weight class? 145. I'd be in there. That's what Connor drained himself at. That'd be insulting. You're a featherweight. What does bantam mean? Uh, 135. What does it mean? With no bantam? clue. When you got bantamweight, which is mostly the women's like upper division, right? There's a men's bantamweight. Yeah, too, that, yeah, yeah. I know, but there's like that's like the women's. That's 135 for yeah. women. Yeah. Then's the most two insulting ones. Flyweight. The flyweight. Flyweight and strawweight. You're a fly, and then strawweight. Yeah. You're like a straw of hay. Yep. They're, that's kind of insulting, isn't it? I don't want to be a, a straw, strawweight or a flyweight. Strawweight is women's. It's a women's. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's women's. And flyweight. Those are insulting. 125. <laughs> That's insulting. I'm a flyweight. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I just thought it was funny. Um, There's I'm, a thing going on in the UFC right now for Dana Dana to make a new division. Uh, 165. I want to show you something real, real fast. I heard it on the radio this morning. So, you know, I had to go look. Apparently, it's scary. I'm going to read this article. It's hilarious. It's from the New York Times. You know what else is scary? Amanda Nunes in her Octagon interview said that she's only getting better and even more scary because she has a kid now and she wants to make sure that the kid never sees her never sees her lose. Who? Amanda Nunes. She said having her having a kid made her more dangerous. Oh. How do, how can Amanda Nunes get more dangerous? What if she goes to a men's division and just like wipes out the featherweights in the men's division and becomes female champion and technically men's champion of the UFC? That'd be crazy. Dude, this is so bad. I heard... Oh, oh. If you can tell me who this is just based on the picture, there's no way. Who is this? I don't know who that is. Who is that? They got a new face. Just guess. Take a guess. Dude, I got no clue. I, I don't even. I'm. I have no idea. Looks like they're wearing like a plastic face, like a fake mask. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh my god! I heard it on the radio this morning. Who is it? Oh. <laughs> oh. Who is it? Chloe Kardashian has a new face again, and tweets are freaking oh. out. Dude, I had no idea. Beyond the family drama, this is from Tom's Love. Beyond the family drama, reality TV star Khloe Kardashian continues to be a topic of discussion thanks to her ever-changing face. And her latest video left tweets shook as they discussed how they think her face is dropping. It's no secret the Kardashians are fans of plastic surgery. They have even been nicknamed the, pl- the plastics on the internet. However, fansful Khloe was taking things a bit too far as, as her appearance seems to change in every second selfie or video she posts. Chloe took to Instagram to unveil a new makeup collaboration, but that wasn't what grabbed fans' attentions. attention. Instead of focusing on the products Chloe was advertising, it was her ever-changing facial features, the shape of her lips, and her seemingly tired eyes that stole the spotlight. Her entire face looked different, and tweeps weren't okay with her latest aesthetic. The reality star's... Fans flooded Twitter with comments and memes about her shape shifting. Fans feel Chloe should stop before she gets to the point of return with plastic surgery. Oh my god. Ew! Chloe looking wild these days. Look. Look at this picture. (laughs) (laughs) Kim and Kylie just need to plug Chloe on a good surgeon because. Oh my god. Dude. What the. Oh my god, that's awful. Someone said she will soon disappear at this rate. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Chloe Kardashian's face recognition every month on her phone, you know? Mm-hmm. It's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Oh, Chloe, look. Someone said Chloe's Kardashian. Chloe's Chloe Kardashian never looked more natural. Love the new face. 
Ew. Yeah, it's just, dude, what the? This wasn't the first time in recent months that the net found themselves invested in Chloe's appearance. In November last year, the internet was analyzing Chloe's face again after she shared a Twitter Twitter video in which her chin to be uh, her chin appeared to be pointier than previous images of the reality star. Chloe had posted the video thanking fans for voting and helping her win a People's Choice Award. Why would she win a People's Choice Award? Why would he, Why? I don't understand. Hold on. But Tweeps couldn't look past how different she looked from the Chloe they had been w- watching for more than a decade on their small screens. At the time, some Tweeps attributed her look to high-tech video filters, while others said it was a result of more plastic surgery. You look so incredibly different and unlike yourself. I don't even recognize your face, one Tweep said. What the heck's a Tweep? Just a Twitter I guess person. So. That's awful, isn't it? UFC Dude, 260. She looks like a freaking monster. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. That's just... What? I'm very excited now. Well, I have questions. One sec. UFC Go 260. Ahead. I have questions. March 27th. Starting the night off right. It's at the UFC Apex, so it's... Eh, whatever. No fans still. But... That's smart. UFC Apex, March 27th, starting off the night, right? The return, Sugar Sean versus Thomas Almeida. I'm giving Sugar Sean KO victory on that one. You know that's Pedro's last name? That's a Brazilian name. By Almeida. Way. His name is Pedro Luis Fajeda Almeida. Uh, Very interesting. Then you got the third fight. Knowledge. You get, then you got the fight after that. You got the dude that has lost his last three fights. Tyron Woodley versus Vicente Luque. How's he still in the UFC? He was a dominant welterweight champion for a long time. I don't know. Then, co-main event. You got Brian Ortega fighting Alexander Volkanovsky, the dude that beat Max Holloway twice. <laughs> and then to headline the whole event, Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm taking Stipe because he won the first time. Hard to, beat, hard to bet against him. Uh, I don't know. Those are so hard to predict, UFC fights. I think UFC fights aren't hard to predict. The only ones that are hard to predict are heavyweight and light heavyweight fights. I can't predict a Conor fight ever. I can. Last three years? No, you can't. No, I can. The only one I've gotten wrong was Dustin Poirier. I just I said I, I said Habib was going to beat him. I said he was going to Merc Cowboy. Well, Cowboy Cerrone's the older fighter. Exactly. I said he was going to hurt Merc Cowboy. I said he was going to probably give. Uh, Habib a struggle he did Eddie Alvarez I, me and Colton called that me, I went over to Colton's house and watched that fight I called third round knockout I didn't think he was going to do it in two um, but yeah I think the only thing only hard things to call in the UFC fights are heavyweight and some light heavyweight fights depending on the fighters like a heavyweight fight like Francis Ngannou fight that could end in three punches you never know but the last time they fought Stipe is such a good boxer. Francis could never land a shot. He always missed. And Stipe, he's not going to hit him hard. He's just going to he's going to stick and move. That's what he did. He won decision. I think that happens again. But Francis Ngannou's been on a tear recently. He's gotten better. So he's he stepped up his boxing. He's been in the gym with Ryan Garcia. I'm like Jason Bateman right now. I know. What a weird combo. What Ryan Garcia is in the gym with Francis Ngannou. Mm. Did you see the juju thing I sent y'all? Yeah. In the, in, in the not your normal poop socks? Punching and getting punched by Ryan Garcia? You want to do that? Body yeah. shot challenge with Ryan Garcia? I'll just meet with you. Oh. You want to do it with Ryan Garcia? No, I pissed blood for a month. <laughs> he punched he me a, once. I'd he has a thing. Die. It still hurts. It does, yeah. I'd let him punch me one time. I'd probably have to go to the hospital. He'd probably mess up some internal organs. You see, uh, this was like a year ago. He had a, he was on Impulsive with Logan. Mm-hmm, he punched him. Yeah. And he punched him. Logan sort of took it well. Really, he almost threw up. <laughs> he did almost throw up, but yeah, but no, I, I feel he like took the he took the thing off. He let him punch him straight in the abs. Stupid. I feel like Jason Bateman on dodgeball right now. Just saw that picture. Why? He says I'm shocked. <laughs> Cotton, he's like, what a shocking ending. Jason Bateman's like, I'm shocked. I'm taking all those fights, those four fights that I just said. Except, well, I'm taking three of those fights to end by knockout. Except the Stipe one. I think he wins by decision. I think he puts on a master class of heavyweight boxing. Real fast, I'm sorry. Is this not the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life? My name is Cotton McKnight, and with me as always is my partner in crime, 
Pepper Brooks. Pepper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. 32 teams in play. That means four wins is going to get you in the final match. With that fifth win getting you the 50K that everyone's chasing. Cotton. Cotton. Chasing baby. Oh, my sweet Jesus. That's rad. <laughs> That's rad. And we'll get our first glimpse of the average Joe squad sporting some unwieldy uniforms. I feel like I'm watching a share video, Cotton. <laughs> oh, he's going to feel that tomorrow or what, Cotton? Right in his beak. <laughs> Time! Time is up! It looks like the clock is about to strike Hold on. midnight. Huh? Now it's I can't... Oh. Now it's Oh, right in the testicles. Ouch, town population, you, bro! <laughs> I can't believe it. It's just so unbelievable. I can't believe it. Oh, here it is. This is the best part of the movie. Build character, it reveals it. Is actually blindfolded himself. Yeah, he will not be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, he will not be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> He's so stupid. I love that. No, um, that was before Jason Bateman became an actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Jason Bateman character. Is Pepper Brooks? Pep, what you got for us? Pepper Brooks. Oh no. yeah. How um, do we not talk about the stimulus thing? Do we? Hold on. Um, <clears throat> I want to go back to this face thing real quick. First off, what the? F- if you if you had a billion dollar net worth, yeah, would you change your face? Nah. Would you, you'd never get surgery ever. You're in your late forties. I would never get Botox. Would never get plastic surgery ever. No. Nah. I embrace the aging process. Not I also really. haven't aged yet. I look like a like a sixteen year old TikToker. At her jam and dancing. Well, all right then. No, I, I'm saying like I don't get that at all. I'm gonna completely because you you mm, not all. Well, yeah, I'll say it. You usually look worse, like a lot worse. I don't understand that. I remember, um, I watched a, I watched the sweet of Zach and Cody as I was a kid. Ashley Tisdale got like a nose job. It was awful. It it it's t- it seems to be that when you get plastic surgery, it gets worse. Like you make it worse. And Kanye, what did he get done? Whenever he's in the car wreck. Oh yeah, that's reconstructive surgery. Yeah, that's that's different. That's true. Plastic surgery and reconstructive surgery are completely different. If you're in an accident, well, yeah, it's recon- you know, fun fact about Kanye was that's Keyshawn. Do the brought you that cookie that one time? Oh. No, but hold on. What's up? Yeah. Hey man, thanks for the cookie that one time. <laughs> All right, that's great. What's up? Okay. Not if you don't know who I am. <laughs> Hell no. Continue. Oh, fun fact: Did you know Kanye West? Because he had the reconstructive surgery, he had to get all veneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know? I think. The back two molars on each, like, top right, bottom right, top left, bottom left, they'll have diamonds in them. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> no, but, like, there's no way you could convince me to do that. Nah, I'm I would never right. do that. Have you seen the movie Spy? With, with Jason Statham? Yeah, but Jason Statham with McCarthy. They convinced Jason Statham that there's a face-off machine. It's in the bathroom. I'm going to go to the face-off machine. Get a new effing face. I'll go out in the field. She's like, there's not a face-off machine. I've heard these two wankers talking about it in the john. And I'm going to find the face-off machine. And I'm going to get a new face. Just like the Kardashians. <laughs> you never seen that? No. <laughs> it's so funny. I like Jason Statham. I do too. He's funny. He's like, I've seen these. Two, I've, I've heard these two wankers talking about it. He's also a bad john. man. He's funny. He has legit skills. He's funny. <laughs> he is funny. Watch the movie Spy just for Jason Statham. It's hilarious. He falls How out of you a feel house? if you got in a fight with like an actor, but who can fight like Jason Statham? I like Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, Liam Neeson. Um, Liam Neeson. He's a black belt in jujitsu. He's seventy. He still has a particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that make him a nightmare for people like me. Exactly. He's also six four. He's, yeah, he's dominating. Tall. Yeah, he's big. 
Who's another person you wouldn't? What's another actor you wouldn't want to fight? I always every. This is horrible. The movie's Taken. Um, what's that movie? The Train, where he's on the train. That's yeah. actually a good movie. He's on the train. He does a lot of movies like that on the airplane. Yeah. All those cool movies where he's like this bad, whatever. The only thing I ever think of, the first thing that comes to my my mind when you say Liam Neeson, here's where I go, is in the movie A Million Ways to Die in the West when they put the flower in his butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he comes back and he has the flower and gives it to Charlie uh, Theron. He's like, you miss me, dear. So yeah. He gives her the flower that's in his butt cheeks. That's all I think about when I hear Liam Neeson. He has a nice butt. Okay. <laughs> you think that was his actual cheeks? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. If if, if if you were being paid, would you do that? Like your actual butt know. cheeks where they put a flower in between? I, I would. I guess so, yeah. There's not much I wouldn't do. <laughs> $2 million to get in the room with Francis and Ganu. It's not enough money. <laughs> it's not enough money? No. I'd be mentally disabled. I would need my family to be taken care of. $2 million is not enough. <laughs> Because my surgery is going to cost a lot more than $2 million total. And my insurance is not that good. Someone asked me that last <laughs> night, and I said, yeah, I, I, yeah I'd do it. No, you wouldn't. I'd walk towards them. I'd put my hands over my face, over over the sides of my head. And hopefully just, hopefully he goes for a body shot. Oh, I'd, if if you offer me the money, I'd fight him. Hopefully, I'd lose. Hopefully, I'd fight him. I'm, I wouldn't fight him. I'd fight him. No. If you offer me like $100 million, I'd fight him. I'm not going to fight him. I'd fight him because what if I won? You're not going Have to Have you seen win. the movie Here Comes the Boom? There's always a chance. No, there's not, Kyler. <laughs> there's not a chance for you to beat Francis Ngannou. You're 5'8", 150 pounds. I wish. <laughs> Francis Ngannou is 6'4", 260 pounds. I'm in that flyweight division. He's 100 pounds heavier than you, and you have more body fat than him. I don't know about that. I'm an absolute unit. Okay. <clears throat> He'll kill you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But. No, if someone offered me money, I'd walk towards him, you know. I'd just tap. Hand out. Hopefully. He'd punch your hand and break it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm putting my hands up right here. Hopefully his hands are too wide to go through the guard. Um and he just, you know, rears back one solid, you know, Ryan Garcia body hook. And after at that point, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it a little bit, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna flop. I'm gonna and I'm gonna backpedal and I'm gonna fall. Oh no, but it's UFC. He can get on top of me. What is that? Just nothing. What is that? Corey just hit that to me. Why? Because I'll tell you after. It's okay. It's it's not funny. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's I mean, not, it's a person. It, stop. Just stop. It's not <laughs> okay. Just stop. Just all right. Stop. I'll tell you later. Um, <clears throat> all right. What, what, were you, what did you want to talk about real fast? More wrap it up. I would have saw that yesterday. The stimulus bill got passed and he's signing it on oh, Friday. Yeah. Is that a good thing? I don't know. They'll be rolling out next week. God dang it. Let me, oh, I, I can't answer this. Yeah. Yeah. I know you can't. <laughs> um, real fast. And then we're wrapping this up. So NBA 2K21. Yeah. My face game looks exactly like me. It's so weird. Okay. I gave the controller to Brittany and she did the facial stuff on it. It looks just like me. It's scary. That's cool. But you automatically join in affiliation once you leave Rookieville. I just did that so I could go to the park and or the city and buy stuff. It automatically put me on the Western Wildcats. From high school musical? No. Oh. The Western there's different city affiliations and I'm in the Western Wildcats. It automatically puts you in one. Like in the beginning, you could pick where you wanted to go, but now it just puts you in one. Yeah. You know who the mayor of the Western Wildcats is? Who? They're all like YouTubers. They're like you know, oh, okay. 2K gamers. You know who it is? Who? Troy Dan. That's funny. <laughs> it's so awesome. I was like, whoa. I told Garrett. He was like, yeah, I know. I was like, that's so awesome. My mayor's Troy Dan. The GG right. goat. Okay. All right. We talked a lot of sports, and we talked about Khloe Kardashian's botched face. Dude, that's gross. That's so... Don't get plastic surgery, people. Just embrace the aging. I would rather you look like, I would rather you age properly, age normally. Aging is a part of life. I would rather you look like a bag of bones, a saggy bag of bones. That sounds really more like messed up and gross. I'd rather you look like an old person. I'd rather you look like a 60 year old person than look like a plastic bag. It literally looks like she's put on a mask. You know what I mean? Like one of those Halloween rubber masks. It's gross. It's gross. Just age. Be normal. Just, I mean, this is the Not Your Normal podcast, but be normal. 
Yes. Be normal. What were the tiers I used to say? Uh, average, normal, and spooky. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, it was average, spooky, and normal. Don't yeah. be an average, spooky. Yeah, don't. She looks spooky. Don't be an average. Don't be an average spooky person that gets plastic surgery. Be normal. Just be normal. All right, you can find me on uh, Snapchat, Durham 21 patreon.com slash N-Y-N-P. Um, in the words of LD, brain's got to poop. Aaron? Aaron Cross 15, Snapchat, I feel Aaron, Instagram, Night and Roll Podcast, Instagram, patreon.com slash N-Y-N-P, two tiers. Bang. You got anything? Nope. F and A, Cotton. F and A. <laughs>